and welcome to a special bonus episode of Backstories and Side Quests. Uh, thank you, first off, uh, for being so patient with me uh, while we're, you know, took that break in between episodes two and three. Three is coming to you as promised next week. Um, and it's just, it's so much harder to put these things together uh, than I realized, but I'm enjoying it so far. Anyway, uh, in the process of getting episode three together, I realized a few things. Uh, first, I had not read um, some of these stories in months. I just wrote them and then gave them to my group and carried on my merry way. Uh, and I I didn't realize how much, uh, at least I feel like I've improved uh, since starting this process. Um, and also with episode three, uh, I just jump right into the action on that. Uh, I jump right into the action. And I jump way forward in the story or not way forward, but a substantial amount has happened that you don't get the opportunity to see because I didn't write about it. And also three new main characters have been introduced. Now, I made a promise to you guys at the beginning of this that if anything happened, uh, you know, in gameplay that I didn't write about that you needed to know about to enjoy the story, I would tell you up front. And I just thought that catching you up all the way uh, on everything that I didn't write about uh, in those sessions and then also introducing three new characters to you, that would have been a bit much. So instead, what I'm going to do right now is uh, introduce you to the other members of my party, the other characters that are in this story. Ideally, what I want to be doing is having uh, the people that play them, uh, their names are Holly, Karen, and Artine. I want those people to be telling you about these characters because honestly they know them better than I do. They've, you know, been inside their heads for like two and a half years at this point. But that's not gonna be available to us this time around. Uh, I'm hoping that in the next couple of episodes I'll be able to do another half episode where I get to do a group interview with everybody, but we'll have to see how things play out. Uh, so instead you just get to listen to me tell you uh my thoughts on these three characters. So let's go in alphabetical order. The first character uh, is played by the lovely Holly, and that character's name is Brenora Holderheck. Now, Brenora is what's called a dwarf ranger. So in D&D, um, there are races and there are classes. So races are, you know, like your dwarf, your human, your elf those sorts of things. Your classes are the jobs that you do. So Brenora's race is dwarf, um, which is exactly what it sounds like. And uh, her class is a ranger. And rangers are kind of the um, people who patrol the woods. Uh, they're the, um, you know, kind of think uh, Aragorn in Fellowship of the Rings, how he lives out in the woods and kind of helps the hobbits find their way to Rivendell. That's kind of the vibe that we're going with there. 
Um, Brenora is also the newly minted queen of uh, the city where Travok is from, Durandur. Uh, you know, before uh, my husband and I joined the campaign, uh, Brenora had reclaimed her city from an evil steward who I think was an uncle. Not quite sure. Wasn't playing then. Uh, and overall, Brenora is uh, kind of silent but watchful. Um, you know, she's friendly but doesn't, you know, normally doesn't say a lot and is quick to uh, kind of quick to anger uh, in some areas. So, what she looks like um, she's about four and a half feet tall, uh, you know, dwarf build, uh, green eyes, and red hair, kind of cream-colored skin. Uh, you know, just pictured your head what a dwarf woman might look like, and you're probably picturing it right. So the next on the list is Serafina, and Serafina is played by the lovely Karen. And uh, Serafina is a paladin, and a paladin is uh, kind of, I don't know, think warrior of God sort of thing. Uh, they're the you know, warriors or champions of some celestial being sometimes, or um, kind of more of an ideal or whatever. Um, So think kind of upright, virtuous, honor, all that stuff. Um, You know, they have some magical abilities every now and then, you know, that sort of thing. And um, her race is uh, what's known as an Asimar. And an Asimar is um, some, like, um, you know, kind of a mixture of, like, a human or some other race and some other celestial being. So there is some celestial being DNA somewhere on her family tree. Uh, What Serafina looks like is she's about five foot eight, uh, has long silver hair, uh, emerald green skin, and solid red eyes. So Serafina, in many ways, uh, does just kind of fall into the paladin stereotype. She's the type of person that is genuinely trying to do what is right. Um, And she also genuinely wants others to do what is right. Um, Which kind of makes her a little bit nosy and mother henny every now and then. Um, She's also... Uh, the one that's normally telling everyone else to wait when they're wanting to charge forward. Uh, So a little bit of voice of reason every now and then. And next and last on the list is Varys. Varys is played by our teen, um, who's Karen's husband, BT Dubs. And uh, Varys is a barbarian. So that's the class. Uh, And barbarians are typically... Uh, the big giant meat shields that just kind of go into the middle of battle and like, you know, beat everybody up, go into their barbarian rages or whatever. You've probably heard that. Um, And normally people think of barbarians as being stupid, but Varus actually isn't. Uh, His race is a furbolg, which is this kind of forest giant. So uh, I think they have Varus being about eight feet tall, maybe a little bit taller than eight feet. I can't remember. Um, But yeah, and so 
uh, fur bulgs are kind of traditionally, um, you know, quieter uh, and intelligent people, uh, kind of reserved every now and then. Um, and he's, you know, eight feet tall, kind of a bluish tinged skin um, with, you know, long hair that he kind of keeps pulled back and little pointed ears. Um, what about Varus? Varus, uh, really does, uh, like balance. He, um, really wants to maintain balance. He wants to, um, kind of preserve the world. He really appreciates the nature and the beauty and stuff around him. Um, and he also just kind of became the default leader of the group. Uh, I noticed almost immediately uh, that, you know, the other players kept turning to Varus um, and asking, you know, it was really kind of up to him to pick which direction uh, everybody was going. And I think in large part, that's due to the fact that Varus was normally the one that was so willing to charge in uh, when Serafina was the one wanting everybody else to wait. And so, you know, if you wanted to wait and kind of come up with a plan, you listened to Serafina. But if you wanted to just get things moving and get things done, you paid more attention to Varus is kind of how the dynamic played out. Um, and that's about it. You know about Ren, you know about Dravok, and now you've met Brenora, Serafina, and Varus. And uh, you're almost all ready for episode three. And I'm so excited to uh, share that one with you guys. It, it's honestly, it's not my best, but for, I think, my party, it was one of the more emotionally moving uh, spots because some emotionally moving and surprising stuff happened to us in that game session. But anyway, I won't say any more than that, and I will be seeing you guys next week. <laughs>